Hey, this is Rhonda Brunson, and welcome to Picking Strawberries. I am so very grateful that you're here and you're listening and you're joining the conversation with who I think is one of the coolest humans on this planet. Ashley Baker from abakercoach.com is a personal development and business coach. She's the culture coordinator for Baker Title. She has two high school sons, Christopher and Brayden. She's been a yoga instructor for Pine Street Drug and Alcohol Rehab Center. And literally less than 24 hours ago, she was getting off a plane from Guatemala where she was doing a mission trip for hearing the call. She's encouraging, she's fun, she's insightful, and I really hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm absolutely thrilled that you're here. If you're looking for a community who's searching for the beauty in every day, having authentic conversations about how we can give back and make this a better place, I encourage you to subscribe to Picking Strawberries. Join me and my guests as we're talking about real things, real life, and how we can take the positive and make us better and all the people around us shine brighter. Ashley Baker. Oh my gosh. So excited. So excited. The first Picking Strawberries podcast starts literally right this second. And I cannot think of a better person than the life coach to do this. Like, let's just have this real conversation. I'm ready. Oh my God. I can't think. Oh, Rhonda, please. I I can't think of a better person to do a podcast than you because I love where you are. I love where your head's at. I love all things that you represent. Well, thank you. In the arena, right? That's what it takes. In the arena. In the arena. And you just got back literally less than 48 hours ago from Guatemala doing a mission trip with Hearing the Call. Yeah. You know, for me, you're catching me at kind of a very introspective place because, you know, re-entry back into life from a mission trip for me is is, is kind of hard. Yeah. What do you think is the most difficult about it? Like, what is the sticking point? The sticking point for me is, you know, I always feel like I'm due for a mission trip when I get bogged down with life and I start worrying about really, truly insignificant things. And um, I start to revert back to old habits like being insecure about ridiculous things or worrying about things. Or I just know when I'm due for a deeper connection with something to bring me back to that like evolving part of myself. And so. Right. Coming back from being around a culture that is extremely grateful, loving, just value simplicity, uh, very patient, ex- just kind at nauseum. Uh, nobody leaves you there when you're in the field. I mean, we can get into that later or not, but you know, when you're doing a clinic for hearing aids, these people sit and they come. We saw 145 people on the third day. 100 people, over 100 the first day, 100 the second day, a 145 on the third day. But to process all these people and for everybody was patient. They are grateful to be there. And um, that's the big word is grateful and patient. Mm. And not one person leaves you without saying in Spanish, they say, que Dios bendiga, like, you know, go with God. So they're very religious culture. Yeah. And um, I appreciate that so much. So it selfishly fills me up so much. Yeah. Welcome home. 
Welcome home. Thank you. I feel like this conversation, I mean, personal development, you're a business coach, you're the culture coordinator for Baker Title, you have a son of two high school boys, you have worked as an instru- in yoga instructor at Pine Street Drug and Alcohol Rehab Center. Like, I don't know, where do we even start here, right? There's so much. I just think that it's all just every role I've had has been an or or organic role into the next. So every job I've ever had has led to the next one. Everything organically yeah. built on to the next step. Yeah. But having to boy, I, in fact, I am in my 18 year old's room. I just thought this was nice. A little bit yeah. better. If you see it, there's a little Billie Eilish over here. Yep. Yep. I see it. And today it. is actually, I know your son and my son are the same age. Uh, today is actually Braden's 16th birthday. So happy birthday. Okay. That's a big day. Big milestone. Yeah. Big milestone. Okay. So how are you, how are you soaking in these moments? You have a sophomore and a senior. The time is ticking. I mean, I feel it as a mom of a sophomore. So how are you staying in the moments and just cherishing all these kind of firsts and lasts at the same time? You know what I really try to do is really try to, you know, and I, at risk of sounding like a cliche previous yoga instructor, right? I really try to stay present in every moment and try to appreciate every moment. But I got to say, I'm pulled between two feelings. There's a side of me that is uh, sad about Christopher and the, the prospect of him leaving soon. But I'm also, but I think I'm more excited for him than I am sad. I feel like Christopher has yeah. been at a school that has been kind of sheltered and he is an outside the box thinker. He is extremely outspoken in what he feels, you know, politically. He's outspoken and secure in who he is, which is not the traditional mold of a Texas, you know, athlete or boy, which is there's nothing wrong with with basic. But he is out of the box to comparing him to the environment to which we chose what school we chose to put him in. So I'm very excited to see him just fly and like flourish and like find his people. So I'm very excited. Okay. I think it's going to be here in a blink, literally. It is. But but, but your word, what you're asking for is uh, I'm trying to stay present uh, in those little moments we get, you know, times I usually get really frustrated or irritated because I can go off pretty quick, quick, Rhonda, but I really try to come back to that as much as I can. So I don't miss it. Okay. I'm going to switch gears and a life coach business coach. And this is actually something I absolutely personally struggle with. So when I was thinking about your questions, I thought, oh, I'm asking her this. I'm going to get a free Ashley Baker session today. Oh, let's go. Let's go, Brunson. Let's go. Let's, you know, level jumping, you know, being in the arena, striving, setting the goals. You know, I'm all about that. You're all about that. My struggle, and I think a lot of people that are high achieving people struggle here. How do you balance that with just being. Like, how do you know when you're in the hustle for worthiness, which is not healthy, but you're trying to level jump? Like, where is that where you're you're okay where you are and who you are? Like, how do you find that? That's a good question. And it's hard. And I think so many people perceive me as uh, like, I look at you and see you as such a doer, achiever, like everything you've done, you, you set out a plan, you take, you know, and most specifically for you, what's been fun to watch with you is action, right? So I love to be an action-based coach, coach. And you're kind of the perfect example of somebody that puts the idea out there and then actually takes the steps to do it. 
right? For me, I think, I think people always, always think that I'm busy and I've got all this stuff going on, but I actually spread things out just enough to feel like that I'm not so frazzled. I don't function well with frazzle. I, I watch my husband who is so, he's, he's a workaholic is what I'd call him. And anytime there's downtime, I think he thinks he's being unproductive and therefore, you know, he can't relax, which That's is a me. whole conversation. That is absolutely me. Yeah. Well, and that is a conversation of itself where I have no problem relaxing. You know, you asked me what I do to, uh, to like unwind or reset in between yeah. things. I like to do nothing. And, you know, sometimes the battle between Chris and I hope I, I'll think he thinks I'm lazy, but I think, no, I'm just like to just be, you know, I, I really make time for that space, but I, I schedule that time and I know, oh, I'm so glad tomorrow I don't have much going on and I'm okay with that. How do you get to the place of being okay with that? Like what, you know, because then you're not level jumping, you're not setting the goals. I mean, how does that, how do you get there? Have you always just been there? Is that who you are? No, but I think I'm really lucky in the fact, and I have to acknowledge that I'm not out for the hustle. For instance, if, if I was out there having to hustle, being a single mom, trying to feed my family, right? That would be a different kind of hustle. I feel like I've been uh, gifted with a certain amount of not having to worry about certain things. That that way I'm able to even out that hustle. Does that make sense? So I'm yeah. grateful to be in the space where it doesn't have to be that constant grind because I can't imagine there being two Chris Bakers, like referring to my husband, right? If we were both as crazy yeah. and hustled as, as, as he is, boy, that would not go for any kind of quality of life in this house. We are a, a very stable force, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Balancing each other. Oh yeah, we have to. Yeah. We are the quintessential yin and yang. So when you have a hard day, what is your go-to self-care? Like if you are just in the grind and it's hard and you, it's too much, right? And you need that to pull back. What do you do? What's your go-to? Okay. That's a really good question. Cause that can happen. If I've seen like two or three people like back to back and maybe one's kind of emotional and I'm in, where I question my ability, I'm like, man, they may be out of my scope, out of my reach, referring them to the right people. And then did I do the right thing? You know what? Rhonda, this is going to sound really like cliche and ridiculous, but again, I can, you know where I like to be? I like to be home. And that okay. is a real steady grounding point for me. I don't know if it's having animals right next to me or just getting to where I'm at home and can just sit. Yeah. A safe space, maybe. A safe space. And then also I like yeah. to check out. And the way, you know, I think people think I'm always listening to podcasts that are deep and insightful. I actually like to do the opposite. So if I can sometimes come home, put on my walking shoes and head out the door, I'm a big believer, you know, having taught in the exercise industry for over 15 years, right? Movement is medicine. So for me, if I can get out, get sun on my face, walk and listen to something that where I can kind of tune out of self for a second, mm -hmm. but... I don't know that that's always good either, but, uh, you know, I'll listen to a true crime podcast or listen yeah. to Justin Bateman on uh, Smartless. He's got a great podcast. Ooh, I don't have but, to feel guilty about my rom-con books. Oh so, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Are you kidding? I think, <laughs> look. It's my little uh, secret. I yeah. love a romantic comedy. And, and in fact, one of my go-to yeah. movies, uh, oh, Jack Nicholson. Anyway, I'll think of it. I'll think of it here in a minute, but it's, it's one of my 
favorite shows. But anyway, going to, going ahead. Glenn and Doyle. Check I love out. them if we're going to talk about a deep, funny yeah. podcast that has some humor and stuff in it. It does. So you worked over 10 years at Pine Street Yoga or at, at Pine Street, which is... It's a state-run drug and alcohol rehab facility that right. I, when I was in, an instructor at Indigo Yoga, we had the opportunity to do outreach teaching. And that was the post that I found mo- I was most connected to. And uh, was, God, just so grateful to be there for 10 years. It was, you know, amazing. Yeah. I'm sure you were taught so many lessons by the patients there. What stands out to you is the biggest thing that you learned being there and being an instructor for patients at a rehabilitation center? Well, let me tell you, and these were not, you know, this, this isn't like a luxury rehab. You know, there's, there's these really expensive rehabs like Laja, La Hacienda. I think that's in the uh, hill country, which is beautiful. This is state run. It's not a, it's not a nice facility. You're getting people off the street. You got homeless people. You also have some, you know, working businessmen, people that you wouldn't think would be here, be there. The beautiful thing about anybody that chooses to go through rehab is, and to be quite honest, Rhonda, I think everybody, I don't care if you're struggling with addiction. Mm-hmm. I don't care what, what you're going through. Everybody needs to, to have a chance to do some work on self. And I love these people. You know why? Because they were down at the pit. And you know what they chose to do? Do something about it. So they bought Mm. themselves to a rehab facility, whether they want it, whether they're court ordered or they walk themselves in. I love and admire anybody that wants to take the time to do something about themselves to make that change. And you want to know what? I'm no better than any person that sits, any man that, because I was with the men, any man that was in there, he may be tatted up like his, I've seen guys with their Mm -hmm. whole faces tat. I love it. The, the rough, the rougher, even though they're really not the better. I saw myself in each and every single one of them. You know mm-hmm. what? And you know, I think what I get inspired by, I think that's a question that you might have. Like what inspires me? People inspire yeah. me. Those men at that rehab inspired me because, you know, as a human race, we just want to be heard, right? We all have right. an innate need to be heard. They just wanted to be seen. And I get that. Yeah. So the way I just, honestly, it, it's a, I, I don't want to make this religious or anything, but it's a, it was a God given thing for me. Like I'd get on my knee before I walked into that room and be like, okay, what do you, what do you want me to say? Who do you want me to see? How can I be mm-hmm. of service? Right. I think that's it. People that are, man, they're doing the hard. I mean, that's actually how the Choose Courage Foundation started. You know, I was volunteering in the shelter and seeing women, it was so inspiring. I mean, they were in the hard, making their life better. And they didn't see, they couldn't see how inspiring they were. And that's just like, I'm there with you. That's so Yeah, cool. and I would just see these guys. And to give them any uh, validation of worth, right? You just say these right. little things and they're listening to you. And they're. Uh, I'm just so lucky to have been into a space, be be of service and to be able to recognize them and to see them. Like I, I saw them, like I I can't explain to you, but people that allow themselves to be vulnerable and allow themselves to be seen are my kind of people. I think one of the main things that connected me with you is again, not to refer to the environment of the school to which our children go to, but you know, sometimes you, I did, I don't gravitate towards basic people. I don't mean that to be negative. 
but I, I gravitate yeah. towards people that I see are of, of, a bigger purpose, a bigger plan on, on a different realm, if you will. For me, it's in the arena. Are you in the arena? Then you're my a people. Great word. I'm going to yeah. put that into my repertoire, yeah. Rhonda. In the arena. I love that word. In the arena. Yeah. In the arena. So I think you're writing a book, right? Oh, man. Okay. So here's my Starting, work. Like that's vulnerable. Look. I could probably use a big dose of Bob Goff as, as you have done for yourself, but here's my work, right? If I didn't always have constant work to do on myself, I would not be a good uh, personal development coach. I can't coach you unless I've been through it myself. Cause guess right. what? I'm, I'm trudging through it every day. What, what fear, what, what thing do I need to conquer? And you bring up the book is a good thing because every time we talk about the book, you know what happens? I'm like, oh my God. It's, I mean, I don't think there's anything more vulnerable than writing a book. I mean, that is your soul on paper. Well, look, I'm engulfed in fear, right? Yeah. You know, so this, yeah. again, basic languaging, everything that comes up for me. It's like one of my other uh, podcasts, there is a woman that inspires me every day. Mel Robbins, she's on Instagram and she yeah. just kills me. Yeah. She slays me. You know why she slays me? Cause she's speaking to everything I may, you know, a lot of the things that I, that uh, I'm feeling like fear, like I'm not a writer, Rhonda. Like, so that's what comes up for me, right? I'm not a writer. Yeah. I don't have enough to say. Do I really want to expose my kids and write about my, uh, you know, write about all that and have everybody know that? But absolutely. I don't think you go through something in life. And if you're not sharing how you came out on the other side of it, what a waste of an experience. But Mm -hmm. To get back to your Love question, that. the name of the book would be called Fitting Out, um, When to Let Go and Let Your Kids Be Who They Are. Mm. I Someone once, the day Joseph was born, told me, it's from here on out, it's all about letting go. And I thought, but he's a baby, but it's, it is, it's true every day. It's all about letting go as they fly. You know, yeah. and Christopher, most especially being my firstborn, has, I know women say this all the time, but like he's been my biggest teacher and what he's really yeah. shown me is reflected who I am, you know, and the work I still have to do. So yes, it Amen. was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Yes. A children, child will bring out every insecurity you have being a mama. For but, sure. You know, it's between that book. And then I have this other thought of, uh, lessons from the field, what my son's hearing loss has taught me. So yeah. I don't know. I've got two ideas going back and forth. So right so. in both. We'll right see. I don't know, Rhonda. I'll come back to picking strawberries and we'll okay, update. Where is yeah. she now? Where is where that is she now? now? Where is she? Did she do it? Did she do it? So tell me, Ashley Baker, what lights you up? You know, as we were just saying, people light me up. I yeah. am I'm in I'm I'm inspired by other people. I am inspired by people presenting themselves in every type of beautiful way. I'm inspired by people that are of and for others. I'm inspired by people that are doing things and making things happen. That's people who inspire me daily with that. That's, that's one thing that kind of keeps me going, boy, gosh, they're doing it. I want to do it just because I'm a connected soul. And so when I see people doing that work, it is like, I hate to say this word, but there's no other, but it, it's a joy for me to see. Yeah. You know? So what do you see as beautiful when you look out onto this planet that's hard and messy and beautiful and amazing? Like, what are you just like, man, that's beautiful. Connectedness. Mm, yeah. And that we are all more alike. Yeah. We're all more alike than we are different. 
And I, I say that coming fresh off uh, sitting face to face with 88 year old Guatemalan women and just sitting and looking across from and in how from them and how our lives are just so completely parallel and different. But yet we are sitting there like loving each other, crying with each other, seeing each other. Look, I'll, I'll get emotional talking about it, but yeah, I would rather be there with those people than anywhere else on the planet. To be quite honest, there's really just something beautiful. And so my answer is people love it. So do you life coach, business coach, culture creator, what's your life motto? Do you like have a, like, this is it. This is my life motto. You know, a lot of people say, ask me what my purpose, and I'm going to tell you my purpose statement as a personal development coach. I, I know with every bit of every single bit of my being that I was put on the planet to see in people what they can't see for themselves. And that is what I live by. That's what I work by. That's, um, that's exactly my purpose. And yeah, that's what you do. I've been on the other end of that. I can tell you that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny when people say you're a life coach, that you think that means you have it all figured out. Mm. Right. It means the opposite. I'm willing to, but I'm willing to do the work. Yeah. Okay. I would love to close the show, which is some rapid fire questions. Fun questions. Fun questions. Don't think too hard. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Ashley Baker. What is your go-to snack? Uh, I'm a peanut butter girl. Peanut butter and nut thins. Okay. Last movie that you loved? Maverick. I didn't think I was going to like it, I'll be honest. But it, it taps into my my 80s soul because I'm 50 and I'm a woman of yeah. the 80s and there was something nostalgic about it. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I liked it. Okay. What was your favorite toy as a child? Oh, my God. My Cabbage Patch doll. I'm not even going to lie. Amen. Me too. Yeah. My Cabbage Patch doll, my Easy Bake Oven, and my uh, sticker collection, Scratch and Sniff. I'm pretty sure we were sisters. Yep. We were sisters. I still have them all. (laughs) How do you spend a rainy day? Doing a podcast with you because look what's going (laughs) on outside today. It is like the most amazing day. I can't tell you. My most favorite day is a cloudy, cold, rainy day. So in, uh, again, that's it feel snuggly. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. What inspires you? We answered this one, but just a quick short. Yeah. The one that made me cry just to keep it real simple. Yeah. What inspires me is, uh, being with people and, and uh, yep. seeing in them, like I said, what they can't see for themselves yeah. and moving them forward in any way that I possibly can and be of service to them. What one word would you use to describe your life today? Today it's present. Hmm what I try to aim for all the time. It's so hard for me to not to look back so hard, not to focus way forward, right? Present. And I feel, feel especially present just because where I've been, but you know, and another one would maybe, maybe be optimistically content. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being on Picking Strawberries today. Gosh, I'm a so real conversation. The first one. Uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being you, Rhonda Brunson. 
Thank you, Ashley Baker, for being one of the first to Picking Strawberries podcast guests. That was so much fun, so insightful. I appreciate you being on the show. And if you were listening to this conversation and it inspired you in some way or encouraged you, and you think someone else would benefit from hearing life coaching with Ashley Baker, please share it. We have so much negative. We have so much hard. Please share it and just let's be a light. Let's see the beauty in every day and let's lift each other up. 